show. I'm Shauna Jenkins, and today my guest is the host of Hey Dads. He has nine kids, a beautiful wife, Allison, and somewhere in there he finds quality time to connect with his kids and his wife, pull down a job. I have no idea how he does it, but we're going to find out. Before we go any further, I want to wish my dad a very happy birthday. I know you have always wanted to see your kids fulfill their dreams and their potential. So I couldn't think of a better gift to give you than for me to launch this podcast on your birthday. So happy birthday. So this is our first show back in two years. Why? Because two years ago I had a baby and six weeks later I was a mess, angry, crying. I could not handle everyday life. And so I was diagnosed with postpartum depression and anxiety. After my first two births, I went through a very similar experience, but we did not have words to explain what it was. But this time I was way over my head and I needed to find help. Um, That story is something I'm going to share in full at another time. And guess what? We just launched our magazine. It's an amazing resource for moms who need some extra tools in their tool belt for raising their family. If you want to order your copy, go to thoughtfullifehome.com today, and you're going to get on the list for the first print run ever of the magazine. And I am so excited today to have one of our writers from the magazine on our show. So please welcome Jason Weening to the show. Hey, Hey, Jason, how are you doing today? (laughs) I am great, and I am honored and privileged, and thanks so much for giving me this opportunity for the magazine. That's very exciting, and also for getting your podcast going today. Awesome. So, Jason, you've been making these amazing short clips called Hey Dads on Facebook and now YouTube, and I just think they're brilliant. Uh, We're going to talk about those in just a minute, but I want to thank you for being with us today because I think you have a lot to share. I mean, a dad to nine kids. A lot of us are overwhelmed with having one or two, three, four, but nine. Wow. So whose dream was it to have nine kids? Uh, it, it actually wasn't really anyone's dream. And we uh, we talked about having four kids. That was kind of the number we had. Uh, and honestly, we started to read some uh, different books about large families and uh, there were some Bible verses we read that really came alive to us of God just speaking of children being a blessing and children being a heritage. And and those verses just came alive to us. And we just decided that, hey, wow. we'll leave our family in God's hands and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> wow. What a unique situation. So nine kids, you know, I know you say that kids are a blessing and yes, they are a blessing, but when you're raising them, like, tell me, like, bedtime. It's we're recording this at 9:40 now at night and we had to delay because we both had, you know, bedtime yeah. delays and so how do you manage? Uh I have a great wife. I guess that's the first key and uh our three oldest are girls and it's like the younger kids have four moms cuz the three oldest they're 15, 13 and 12 and they're just a huge asset. So they they help a lot and I don't know. Allie has raised them well that they are good sisters to help with the little ones. So we couldn't do it with just the two of us. And the getting the older kids involved is like if we couldn't do that, I don't know what we would do. We'd 
pull our hair out. We already do pull our hair, but maybe a little bit more. So I know without a doubt, each and every child is such a gift. I love seeing their unique personalities come out. Um, Have you seen that with your own kids? Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like it's uh, as they get older, you certainly see their personalities come out and it's a bit of navigating too, to what works with one, even with discipline and with praise, it doesn't work with the other ones. And so yeah, they're totally, they're all unique and all different. Yes. How do you foster that with so many at once, like to help them live out their potential? I wish I knew the answer to that. You know what? I say to my oldest daughter, <laughs> she's 15 and I always, I've told her many times, look, Annabelle, I have never raised a 15 year old. And so we're doing our best to do what we think is right. But you know what? I'm going to make a lot of mistakes and I apologize. We're trying to do what's best for you, but I've never had a 15 year old before. And so I guess we just try to have some humility and say, hey, kids, we're going to make mistakes, but we're trying to do our best. Order the Thoughtful Life and Home magazine for moms. Go to ThoughtfulLifeHome.com to order your copy today. The Thoughtful Life and Home magazine is quarterly. And what I've done is I've given each issue its own theme. And the first one starts with the theme of building a strong family foundation. Uh, Because that's where it all starts, right? Is if you're going to build a house, you want to make sure that foundation is strong so that everything else, when you build upwards, you get to the decor, like that's the last thing you do. And I think so many times in our culture today, we are focused on decor and um, we're focused on those material things. And you know what? It's, It's hard not to be when on social media, all we're seeing is everyone else's um, stuff. We're seeing how they're living their life and we're seeing their highlight reel. And we think that we're not doing enough. We think that we're not good enough. We think that our family, just because we're going through issues, we must um, not be the norm. But really, that's not the case. I have you know, I have a passion to see families um, start at the bottom and that's okay to start where no one else can see because that's your root system and you need a strong root system before you grow any fruit. So anyways, wherever you're at as a family, whether you've already had kids, you're blending a family together, um, you're a single mom, a single dad, whatever your family picture looks like, um, these are all things that you can integrate. So Jason, you wrote an article for this first magazine on building a strong foundation. And this is based on things that you do with your kids. So there's four things that you've written about. I don't want to give them all away, all the details, because I do want people to pick up their copy of this magazine, but we are going to chat about these four things right now. So the first one, eat together. Tell us how that works for your family. Sure. So yeah, eating together. We live in a culture and a society that is so busy that you know, parents are working, one parent, both parents, kids are going to sports, kids are going to music lessons, kids are going to jobs as they get older and stuff. So what we found is that eating together uh, is just a super important thing for our family. Um, 
even to the point that we've looked for different opportunities where all of our kids can do an event in one night, whether that's an event at our church, whether that is a soccer league that we've joined where they all play in one night so that we can all be together for most nights and eat our meals together. It's just so important, I think, to connect at the end of the day and to spend some intentional time together as a family. So eating together, number one, uh, so important for families. Number two, work together. So working together, I think this is one that is super easy to implement if we're aware of it. I know when I'm working on projects around the house, um, it's faster and easier and quicker for me just to do it by myself. But literally yesterday morning, we got an old playset from one of our neighbors. And so I took the some of the boys with me and we went and picked it up. And then we came home and they were using the drills and they were using the ratchet and they were using the hammer and we were putting this thing back together. Uh, you're killing two birds with one stone. You're teaching your kids how to do things and you're spending time with your kids and investing in them. And as long as you don't get too frustrated with them, don't get me wrong. There's some frustrating times sometimes working with your kids and eating with your kids too. Mm. Lots of spills and things like that. So we don't have it all figured out, but eating together and working together, there are things you're going to do anyway. So if you can include your kids and your family in it, it's a win, win, win. That's awesome. So if you do get frustrated, you know, as a dad, what does that mean for you? Like what would frustrate you? helping your kids use a drill or some of those things before they know how to use it. Like what, what happens out there and how do you work through that? Well, what doesn't frustrate me? And maybe it's a better question because mm. that, that would be a shorter list, but <laughs> like, cause you're looking at a, we got to drive in a few leg bolts to screw this play set together. And I would just put the drill on it and away we go. But you know, my nine-year-old son Sterling's got to line up the drill and then he's got it. Maybe it's going backwards. So he tries it again. And in my head, all I'm thinking is, oh, I'd be doing this faster. I'd be doing this quicker. I could be getting on with my list of other jobs I have to do all around the house on Saturday. And right. so for me, it's usually that I think I could do it faster, better. And whatever I've got going on is more important which is actually not true. Like what's more important than spending time with my seven-year-old son and my nine-year-old son and working on a project together. So it's, it's my priorities and it's a check in my head that sometimes I don't get the check in my head and I get frustrated and say, okay, guys, I'm just going to do this. And maybe there is time to do that, but <laughs> it's usually my own selfishness. I think right. that that brings about the frustration. No, thank you for being real and for sharing that because I think it applies to all of us. And I remember working with my dad um, outside work. You know, we had a property we used to go to and we built a log cabin and there was really no need mm. to build some log cabin in the middle of the forest other than for us to have a project to do together. And I loved that. Uh, we have so many great memories there and um, special times together. He even named the trails after each of us. So we had Shauna's Lane, we had Craig's Peak. It was a, a high point on the property. We had um, Brett's Meadow. And um, when my sister came along, she's 15 years younger. Um, I don't remember what we had. I don't remember. I know we sold the property. So she might not have been born yet at that point. But, you know, those were super special times um, with my dad and he would take us for walks. Um, we would clear some of the bushes out and, um, I'm just reminiscing right now as we, as we chat and dad again, happy birthday. Cause I know you're listening right now. Um, my, 
my family has been in business, I want to say together for many, many years, meaning generations back, um, they were always in family business. That's cool. So I loved going to work with my dad. You know, at times it was boring because there would be phone calls and meetings that he had to do, but I loved tagging along and kind of being part of everything. Um, it made me feel really special. Um, actually I have some really neat memories of, of traveling with my dad. He, um, my dad ended up taking a year or two, I forget what it was, off of working with the family business to work towards a passion he had, which was serving um, youth leaders who were at the time in churches across Canada. And so he got his pilot's license. And this is a real, really unique thing. And I want to share with you why he did that. So it would have been kind of, you know, like, why would he get a pilot's license to fly from um, Port Perry to Chatham, Ontario, um, which would have been, what is that, a six-hour drive? Why would he fly there? It looks so, you know, extravagant. But, you know, he did that so that he could spend more time with his family and still pursue the passion that he had. And um, because it it would cut down majorly on travel time. Dad, I hope you're okay with me sharing this, but I think that's a powerful concept and not everyone wants to do that or can do that and that's okay. But his priorities were saying that we as a family need more time together. And so I'm going to do it this way. Um, Many, many, many times I would fly with him in this small plane and I was his navigator and way back then no one had... PowerPoint. I don't know what people use right now for presentations, but, um, I guess zoom calls during this time of, of, um, COVID, but back then they had overhead projectors. And so when he would go teach his workshops, I was his overhead girl. And so we always uh, joke about that, um, that, you know, he was teaching on generational differences, uh, baby boomers, baby busters. And, um, I sat there through all of those talks and I loved it. So back to what you said, working together, you know, I definitely know that the passions I have in my life today are because of those experiences. And, um, just this past week, my daughter, I've been talking about money and how to manage your own money and, uh, you know, that investing is important. So as an example of investing, I said, well, why don't you take out of this, I think it was 50 or a hundred dollars that you got. Why don't you take $20 and put it into something that will make money? So she said, well, what, what is that? Well, you could start, you know, you could start any business you want and start selling something. So she's come up with this t-shirt business online and I'm not going to push her to do it, but I'm going to be there to walk with her through it. But, you know, we've been working on the computer. I'm a website designer. So we've been sitting here doing that together. And she sees me working on Canva all the time. She comes in today and rearranges things on Canva. And this is a seven-year-old, you know, like it's so neat to watch because they're watching us work. 
and we're letting them explore. And like you said, for me, it's graphics on Canva. I would have done it completely different than she did (laughs) and faster, but I want to see her flourish in that gift. She's got an eye for it. I can call that out as her mom, as her parent. I see something in her and I love doing that. Seeing something in my kid and calling it out. Wow. You're good at that. Wow. You know, that's a really special gift you have. (laughs) Do you ever do that with your kids? Yeah, Shauna, that is a great example of what you gave there. Actually, uh, today, my son was helping me build a spreadsheet in Excel because we sell chickens. And so we're keeping track of who's buying how many chickens. I was like, Sterl, can you help me make the spreadsheet? And so almost the exact same example that you just gave with Canva, we are doing with Excel right now. And I got to say this. Today, I bought some used stuff online, and I went to pick it up, and that dad had encouraged his kid to, they had decorated toilet paper rolls as animals and had them on their front porch, and they were selling them for $2 each. So I picked up the stuff I was buying, and I'm like, and I'll take three of the toilet paper animals, please, for $2 each. So I picked up three. I don't know. This little boy must have been six years old or something, and I brought it back to the van, and my kids were happy to get the the empty cardboard toilet paper roll animals that this dad had encouraged his kid to make and put on the front porch with a little sign. I was like, that is a dad win right there. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I think that's all the time we have today. So we're going to have to put our two other points from the article into our next episode. So stay tuned um, because you know what? You're not going to want to miss this. 